Hello, Huskies fans. You got a solo podcast tonight. Uh, it's Andrew here. Uh, Travis is still in. He's in some bar somewhere uh, in uh, in St. Paul, presumably. I'm sure he quite enjoyed watching his favorite, his second favorite team, the Duluth Bulldogs, win again uh, at the Frozen Faceoff. So uh, he has the night off, but I did want to check in and have a little preview podcast uh, before the selection show tomorrow, 5.30 Central Time. So I wanted to get a a prediction out there uh, before that time so it's officially on the record and just to talk about the logic a little bit. Uh, So just quickly, the top or the 16 teams in the pair in the tournament Michigan Minnesota State Western Michigan Denver those are your four number one seeds your number two seeds Minnesota Duluth Minnesota North Dakota and Quinnipiac your three seeds Notre Dame St. Cloud State University Massachusetts Michigan Tech and then finally your four seeds UMass Lowell Northeastern Harvard, and American International. So those are your top 16. As far as if you went from just straight, strictly on bracket integrity, meaning 116, 2 versus 15, 3 versus 14, all the way down to 8-9, you only have one matchup, the 7-10 matchup, North Dakota and St. Cloud State, that is a, an interconference game or intra-conference game, I suppose, which is what the committee does not like to do. As I mentioned on the last podcast, because there are five NCHC teams, technically they could force a first-round matchup between conference opponents, but they're not going to do that. It can be avoided without too much screwing around with the rest of the field. And they have not done that. I did check that they have not done that since that 2008 um, Wisconsin hosting Denver game. So they haven't done it in a long time. And they don't have a very good reason to do that this year, to force that this year. So I don't see them forcing that matchup. So, But I think that, I mean, everything else falls into line somewhat easily. Um, but there are options in this two in this two three band, which you have to move some things around in order to avoid the North Dakota St. Cloud matchup. And so what I did is you first have your four hosts, Albany, New York, Worcester, Massachusetts, Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is technically the Midwest regional, and then Loveland, Colorado. And the only host of these regionals that is in the tournament is Denver. And so that's easy. We start there. Denver is the number one seed in their regional. Uh, they're the f- number four overall seeds, so the worst of the four se- of, of the number one seeds. If we could just go chalk for the Loveland Regional, which would mean Denver versus UMass Lowell, and then Minnesota Duluth being the fifth seed, fifth overall seed, the high, the, the top two seed. Uh, them playing Michigan Tech. 
which is the the lowest three seed. I like that Matt. I like that regional. I mean, obviously Denver can't go anywhere else, and Lowell is the top four seed. And UMD, you can make the argument that you might be penalizing them for winning the NCHC conference tournament and then playing at Denver, essentially. But this is the four-five matchup. Duluth has played well against Denver this year. I, I don't think that you're completely hosing them. Plus, I didn't realize this until recently. Loveland is an hour away from Denver. It's not. I thought it was like a, a Denver suburb. But uh, it's closer to Fort Collins than it is uh, Denver itself. So, and we know that Denver <laughs> Denver doesn't uh, travel very well uh, anyway. So an hour to travel might deter some some Denver fans. Uh, I guess we shall see. Uh, joking there, obviously, but but just from a bracket integrity standpoint, you you want that four or five matchup, and that's it ends up as Denver Duluth, and uh, I don't see them moving mountains. To, to avoid to avoid that so I think that's the easiest regional to figure out that's chalk you you want you got three out of four western teams uh, and you get one team that doesn't have to fly there that's as good as you can from the the travel standpoint from the NCAA so I thought the Loveland regional was the most the simplest to figure out then I started with Michigan being the number one overall seed I wanted, I'm going to place them in Allentown. It's the closest regional uh, to them, which is typically what the uh, committee likes to do is to keep the number one overall seed, protect number one overall seed, both from a bracket integrity standpoint and also from the shortest travel standpoint. Now, wherever they were going, including Loveland, which obviously wasn't going to be the case with, with Denver also being a number one seed, but any one of these four regionals, Michigan was going to fly to. So, you can make the case that they're not locked into Allentown, but because Allentown's the closest regional, plus it is the Midwest regional, put that in air quotes. I just think Allentown is the most logical place for them. Um, plus I, with Wooster in play and you have two Massachusetts teams in there, which I have spoiler alert, both of those in Wooster. I don't like Michigan playing in, in Wooster. Uh, and then, so it was re- either between them, uh, Allentown or Albany and I'll pick Allentown for Michigan because like I said, technically it is the Midwest regional and it is their shortest trip. However much that matters. I think Albany was like a hour long, uh, drive, even though they probably would fly. Uh, Albany is a little bit longer further away than uh than Allentown is from Ann Arbor so that's why I went to Allentown pretty ridiculous that that's even a talking point but it has been a talking point in in the past I'm just I'm this isn't what I necessarily would want the committee to do this is just me trying to predict what the what the committee will do so I have them in Allentown and they're going to play AIC that them playing AIC is I mean 100% going to happen just don't know where exactly but i'm gonna put them in allentown and then i can go with the other number one seeds as i said the two three seeds are those matchups are a little bit more in limbo because we have to do some tinkering with the north dakota st cloud uh, situation so i'm just going to place my one seeds first so with michigan and allentown then i'm going to go with the number two overall seed uh mankato i have them in albany and then I have Western Michigan in Wooster. The logic there 
I mean, Mankato's the number two overall seed, so they're you know ahead of Western. I'm going to put Western in Wooster because with the bracket integrity with the one versus four matchups, we we know that Mankato is going to play Harvard, uh, and then Western Michigan is is lined up to play Northeastern. Now, I want Northeastern in Wooster for attendance purposes. Uh, it's an hour drive from Boston, roughly, uh, Wooster is. So I want, it makes the most sense to have Wooster, to have Northeastern play in Wooster. And that is a bit of a disadvantage uh, for Western, but they're lower than Mankato. That's why I'm giving Mankato the benefit of the doubt. I'm avoiding them having to play, uh, you know, a, a, a Massachusetts team in Wooster. So that's why I have Harvard, had them playing Harvard, Manicale playing Harvard in Albany. And I have, like I said, Western Michigan playing Northeastern in Wooster. So then it comes down to these two, three matchups. And we've already got one taken care of, which was Duluth and Michigan Tech. That's in Loveland. We don't have to deal with that anymore. But now the other three seeds, we've got Minnesota, North Dakota, and Quinnipiac. And then the three seeds, we have Notre Dame, St. Cloud and UMass. Now, my my logic is get, keep that 6-11 matchup, Minnesota-UMass. Um, the 7th and 10th, 7 through 10, I mean, it's the middle, it's the middle of the bracket. These teams have the least amount of space between them. Um, I see it as they have only a couple of options here. And it kind of hinges on what you do with St. Cloud at 10. You're either going to flip-flop St. Cloud with Notre Dame at 9, or you're going to flip-flop St. Cloud with number 11, UMass. Um, And so from my perspective, I would put instead of 7-10, 8-9, I go 7-9 and then 8 versus 10. Right now, Notre Dame and St. Cloud – which are the Notre Dame's nine and St. Cloud's 10, the RPI difference there is minuscule. It's 0.0005 points in RPI separate those two teams. It's a very small difference between Notre Dame and St. Cloud State. It just makes more sense to flip-flop those two rather than St. Cloud and UMass, which is still a, a, a small margin. It's 0.0018 RPI. So it's more than three times more of a gap of a difference between St. Cloud and UMass than there is between Notre Dame and St. Cloud. So I just think from a bracket integrity standpoint, North Dakota, which would line up against St. Cloud if we're not talking about conference matchups, them playing Notre Dame is essentially the same matchup from an RPI standpoint. There's very little uh, separating those two. Whereas if you gave them UMass instead, that's a bit of more of an advantage for North Dakota. And as well as from Minnesota's standpoint, what I see, I see some brackets like Ustro have Minnesota playing St. Cloud State as 6-10. I think it makes more sense logically to go 7-9, 8-10 versus 6-10, 7-11. As your as your matchups, that six eleven. There's more 
number six, I, I think Minnesota's done more to earn playing their designated slot, the 6-11 matchup, versus North Dakota getting the benefit of the doubt rather than Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota had a, finished higher than North Dakota did in the pairwise. So it makes more sense to give them an edge rather than North Dakota. And, and again, we're talking about very small differences. So I, I would not be shocked if this is, if they decided to go the Minnesota versus St. Cloud and the North Dakota versus UMass route. But for me, I think the seven, like I said, seven, nine, and then eight versus 10, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, so because of that, I'm putting St. Cloud with Quinnipiac. I'm going to put that in Allentown, mostly just because that's where Michigan is. Again, like I said, Michigan being the number one overall seed, committee tends to favor them or give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to location of the regional. They'll put them as close as possible to them, and that's what Allentown is. And then they also like to keep it from a bracket integrity standpoint. So typically it's one versus 16, and then they get the 8-9 matchup after that. This is closer to that. Now, again, you could make the argument that 7-9 is just, just about the same. Like I said, 8-10 is a bit more of a, quote-unquote, easier draw just based on the numbers than 7-9 is. So that's why I'm going to put them with Michigan. So I got Quinnipiac versus St. Cloud in Allentown. That gives me UND versus Notre Dame. I'll put them in Albany. Again, that's 7-9. Usually you get 7-10 to go with the number two overall seed. This is close enough. So that's where I'm going 7-9 matchup in Albany. And then that leaves Minnesota versus UMass in Wooster. And I like that because UMass is in Wooster. And it's a tough, it's it's going to be a tough road for Minnesota either way. If you put them against St. Cloud, you got a rivalry game on your hands. And boy, I, I mean, I would love to see St. Cloud versus the Gophers. Much more than I would like to see St. Cloud versus Quinnipiac. First of all, because I don't think Quinnipiac is a great matchup for St. Cloud. Plus, just the Minnesota-St. Cloud, you got the Motsko factor. Uh, it's a much more compelling matchup for a number of reasons. I would much prefer to see that matchup. But I just think it makes a little bit more logical sense to put St. Cloud with Quinnipiac. And from the committee's perspective, I think that they would like to have two Massachusetts teams in Wooster. I don't like the fact that you got you have those two Massachusetts teams and they're the four and the three seeds. I don't like that, but... It's not stop, it hasn't stopped in the past putting Providence in Providence when they're four seeds, uh, when they're a four seed. So based on past actions of the committee, I think that they'll like the fact that they have two local teams, local-ish teams uh, in Wooster. My biggest uh, struggle was where to put the Quinnipiac-St. Cloud and North Dakota-Notre Dame matchups. I could definitely see them swapped. As I said, the... Difference between 8 versus 10 and 7 versus 9, very small. And the only reason I did that is, like I said, to protect, in quotes, the number one overall seed in Michigan. I could see them putting North Dakota and Notre Dame in Allentown as well. Again, don't think of it just as Allentown. Think of it as it is the Midwest Regional. And to have Notre Dame and North Dakota, two other uh, Midwest teams, along with Michigan, if it was in Grand Rapids or Toledo or Green Bay, like uh, how typically the Midwest regionals have been, 
that would be perfect with three like solidly Midwest teams and then AIC in that Midwest regional. Just the fact that it's in Pennsylvania throws people off a bit. So I, I could see that. I could see those three teams playing in Allentown. And then also it makes a little bit of sense to have Quinnipiac and St. Cloud play in Albany because Albany's host is the ECAC. So not it's not a single team, but it's the conference. Having both of the ECAC teams in the same regional at that Albany regional, I could see someone on the committee thinking that that, make, that makes sense. I don't think Harvard and Quinnipiac are necessarily great you know, like fan, their fan bases necessarily aren't, they're not North Dakota, for instance, but I could see that possibly factoring into it as well. Uh, I just, what I saw is I think Michigan will bring, I mean, the Allentown regional looks bad from attendance standpoint. Michigan will bring some fans. Uh, And if you bring, and North Dakota will travel as well, obviously uh, we know that. Notre Dame might bring some fans. I don't know. I, I don't see them being a, a great traveling fan base for hockey, but I mean, they are for other sports. So maybe they, maybe they do show up, but I'm going to put North Dakota in that Albany regional, which also looks like a, a poor attendance regional. I'm going to try to split the two there. I, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that Michigan can bring some fans to Allentown. And then we don't have to double up with a, good attendance team in, in UND, also in Allentown, we can hopefully help out attendance in Albany by putting UND there. So that is my final regional or my final uh, uh, prediction of the uh, NCAA tournament. Again, in Loveland, I have Denver versus Lowell, and then I have Duluth versus Michigan Tech. In Allentown, I have Michigan versus AIC, and then Quinnipiac versus St. Cloud State. Uh, in Wooster, I have Western Michigan versus Northeastern and Minnesota versus UMass. And then in Albany, I have Mankato versus Harvard and North Dakota versus Notre Dame. I, as I said, I would be not surprised if they go with that Minnesota St. Cloud matchup instead uh or i would not be surprised if the if they go with my same the same pairings of teams but they switch around the uh, locations as i mentioned maybe putting north dakota and allentown instead and putting quinnipiac and st cloud in albany and, and like i said i wouldn't be shocked if minnesota and st cloud match up but i just i don't see them passing up the opportunity to have two massachusetts teams in wooster I mean, maybe that means, yeah, I guess you could put North Dakota versus UMass in Wooster and then Quinnipiac versus Notre Dame and St. Cloud versus the Gophers. That The Gophers St. Cloud would either be in Allentown. That would probably be in Albany in that case. You wouldn't be in Michigan's bracket. I don't think you'd put the number six overall seed in the top in Michigan's bracket. So if that were the case, if they wanted to put UND and UMass, in Wooster, and then the Gophers in St. Cloud, that would probably be in Albany in Mankato's bracket. And then that Quinnipiac and Notre Dame would be in Allentown. Or they could put Minnesota and St. Cloud, which is what Ustro had, St. Cloud and Minnesota in Wooster. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't see that. I just don't see that happening. Um, but I, I'm probably, it's probably going to be wrong. My, my bracket is probably not going to be correct. Uh, 
but I would want them to keep it as simple as possible. I don't think you need to move a ton around here. I, I just think mine makes my my bracket makes the most sense, but I have been wrong many times before. But I wanted to keep this short. Weldy and I will be recording tomorrow after the official bracket is announced, and we'll be talking about that, talking about St. Cloud's uh, matchup, of course. Uh, a lot to talk about with these uh, conference championship games. There'll be plenty of talk about the CCHA, spoiler alert, uh, and what they did uh, in Mankato uh, tonight. But wanted to throw this out there as a bit of a teaser, see how wrong I am tomorrow. Uh, like I said, 5.30 Central for the uh, for the selection show. And then uh, be sure to tune in to our, uh, our podcast following either be released on Sunday night or, or Monday to uh, hear our reactions and, and, and the road ahead as the NCAA tournament uh, starts next weekend. So uh, signing off for now, go Huskies. Woo.